Welcome to the Brizo Magazine podcast, article originally published December 27th, 2018. An open letter to hot brown honey, written by Krishna Patel, read by Krishna Patel. Dear Busty, Lisa, and all the other incredible hot brown honeys. My name is Crispy, and I write for an international online publication called Brizo Magazine. We're a magazine that aims to be intellectual and professional while still maintaining a fairly laid-back and artistic spirit. I'm writing to you because I think you're the perfect candidates for this kind of artistic and social discussion. By all accounts from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, your show is a theatrical and visual feast that's making waves and starting conversations all over the world about how women of colour are perceived in theatre and pop culture. I guess it could be most aptly described as a cabaret spliced with political commentary. Sometimes satirical, sometimes sobering, the acts range from Lisa Falafi's reverse striptease that shatters the highly sexualized island girl stereotype, to Crystal Stacey's aerial silks routine that tells a story of domestic abuse, to Ofa Fotu's soulful rendition of It's a Man's World, performed in a gollywog doll costume. The cast comes from a diverse variety of cultures, including Maori, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander, Samoan, Tongan, Indonesian and South African, but their aim is common, to debunk prevailing misconceptions and create a space for these brown women to represent themselves authentically. While reception has been favourable by all accounts, there is a bit of sweetness in this triumph. For how long have women of colour, or indeed all women, fought to make their side of the story heard? From the stage to the street, we of colour are perceived as the other. We're all crammed in a box with the broad, blasé, brown label. The parts that fit the box are cherry-picked, and the rest eclipsed. In my case, with a name like Krishna Patel and a caramel latte kind of complexion, people have a pretty hard time believing that I'm a true Aussie. Although somehow it would make total sense if I was a vanilla milkshake with a surfer bod. I'm a huge believer that identity is steeped in your culture and your beliefs rather than your race. While I'm proud of my Indian heritage, it doesn't represent my character any more than my Australian upbringing. It's as if I can't be a real Aussie just because parts of me come from India and even my Indianness is eclipsed in the face of ignorance and convenience. After delivering a solid roast on cultural appropriation, I suddenly became the school's sassy brown girl. Verbatim, Indian girls can be nerdy or demure or exotic, but brown girls are fierce. In theatre, being brown means representing and appropriating other cultures. It's quite funny, really. The fact that I'm not really from Africa or the West Indies or even indigenous to Australia doesn't matter when it comes to casting in theatre. Until university, I'd always played the sassy brown woman, the slave, the maid, the ugly best friend. I remember almost giving up on my dream of performing when my high school drama teacher told me I should audition for the minor male servant character because she envisioned him as Indian. So what has Hot Brown Honey done to make their voices heard? After years of women searching for a way to break the mould, What's changed? I'd like to think that it's because audiences are more aware and willing to listen. Perhaps the pull of cultural commentary appears to the woke members of today's society who are keen to politically align themselves correctly. (laughs) But as much as I'd like to credit those paradigms, I suspect the real reason is far more ironic. One simply has to look at promotional posters to see what sells. It's not the authentic stories of women from diverse backgrounds. It's not the unique and stunning talents that each of them have. It's not even the comedic pull of satire that's woven through the show. People come to see a show about sassy brown women. Dare I say it? You lure in audiences with the very expectations that you shatter. People come to laugh and enjoy the stereotypes that have propagated by years of pop cultural appropriation. But it's the message that the audience leaves with that makes this piece of theatre truly revolutionary. 
It seems that to win the prize, you still have to play the game. To reclaim the label, you must first exploit it. One hopes that one day this may change and we brown women will be able to slip into any mould with the same ease as our white-skinned sisters. Breaking moulds can become rather tiring when you've been hacking away for years, but at last we've made a good crack in that glass ceiling. So I implore you to keep doing what you're doing. You are iconic. Sincerely, Crispy. Thank you for listening to the Brizo Magazine podcast. If you liked what you heard, feel free to scroll through more episodes and take a listen. Or alternatively, read the original article and more online at brizomagazine.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at brizo.magazine, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash brizomagazine, and keep up with our issue releases on our website. Thank you once more, and we'll see you again soon.